Welcome to Emergence Radio Talk, where you'll be inspired and motivated by the journeys of movers and shakers from all around the world and those who are occupying and taking dominion. Emergence Radio Talk with Dr. Tavara Johnson. Welcome everyone to Emergence Radio Talk with your host, none other than Dr. Zavara Johnson. And if you know me, I'm always excited for today's show. They have a very special guest. I'm telling you, she is walking in a God-given purpose and she is making an impact in the lives of so many. And so if you haven't done so already, go ahead and invite someone to tune in to watch the show. Make to listen to the show. Make sure to go ahead and get your notepads. I'm sorry, no and your pens out, but I'm telling you, you do not want to miss all of these nuggets that I know she will be dropping uh, today. And so I want to welcome Latrice Jackson to the show, and indeed, it's a pleasure to have you here with me this evening. Thank you so much for having me. I truly appreciate it. Oh, definitely thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule just to come and inspire as well as empower our listening audience tonight. And I'm really excited just to have you on to hear what all you're going to share. Um, I follow you on social media and do some amazing things. I definitely want us to talk a bit more about that. And, of course, just so our sort of listening audience could be inspired and empowered, like how I'm inspired and empowered as I continue to watch your social media pages. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, before we go ahead and get started, I just want you to share with our listening audience just a little bit of who you are and what are some of the things that you do. Okay. I'm Latrice Gaddison, owner of Visionary Academy, uh, where we provide operational development, training, business consulting, and executive coaching uh, here in Atlanta. Atlanta. Excuse me. We are one of the top five small business consulting firms, um, and we service uh, all businesses, from small business to corporations to multi-million dollar um, startups from start to finish or just jump into and uh, clean up, you know, businesses as needed. Uh, I also am an author. Uh, I wrote a, excuse me, a co-author currently. Um, I wrote a book uh, about a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. And we also have some additional, like, books and e-books coming out as well. Awesome. Well, you're doing a whole lot of stuff, especially when you talk about, you know, even from a business standpoint, being able to help businesses better be from start to finish or just some ad hoc services depending on, you know, exactly what they would uh, want and desire. Now, I want to know for you, so technically, you know, you are pretty much your own boss at this moment, uh, you know, at this time. And so I just want to know for you, you know, at what point did you know that you wanted to, you know, own a business and really be a boss on your own terms? Oh, wow. Um, I'll say maybe nine, ten years old. Uh, wow. I come from a, <laughs> a long line <laughs> from my mother to my grandmother to my father uh, and even my god godparents, uncles, aunts, and sisters as well. Um, we breed businesses in our own lane. And so wow. for years, I've assisted and, you know, held certain positions in the family to assist their businesses, and it just made me want to create or eventually find um, the lane that I actually truly just wanted to be a part of. Wow. That's amazing. So it sounds like it's really generational, of course, and uh, which, is, which is a really good thing. And then you also mentioned about being in the lane that, you know, finding your lane or where you want to be. Um, I just want to kind of touch on that a little bit for, you know, persons who 
may say, you know, I have, I do so many things. Because the reality is in this day and time, so many of us are multifaceted, right? Um, we could pretty much do this for, you know, anything, a lot of things that we, there's a lot of gifts and talents that we have. So what advice would you give to someone who is struggling to really find a lane? And, you know, they're saying, hey, I have so many gifts and talents. I don't know where to uh, begin or even, you know, where, where to start. I don't know what to do. What advice would you give to them so that they're able to know, okay, well, you know, this is the area that God may probably be calling them to or the lane in which he's called them to where he's going to have them to be successful. So one thing I would say is for them to write them all down, write them all down, do pros and cons on each individual um, objective that they want to accomplish. Uh, the one that has the greater is, is what they will nine times out of ten go with. Um, I look for passion. When I speak to my clients, I look to see what they're truly passionate in. You know, what can they do in their sleep um, and make money with and or potentially do it without making money, okay? Um, a lot of times that's when we know where an individual is truthfully in the lane that they want to be in. And then, um, of course, finding the right consultant or coach. You know, a lot of times we have friends and family members that tell us what they would do if they were in those positions. You know, I would choose this instead of that because such and such makes X, Y, Z. And a lot of times your lane may be different, and that's where your lucrative income may come compared to, um, you know, just trying to compete or do something that someone else is doing. Wow, I think that's really good um, when you talk about, you know, writing the pros and cons. And then finding a business consultant or coach, you know, I think sometimes having a coach can really help you to avoid some of the missteps and the pitfalls, um, and it's so much more that you could actually learn, and then you mentioned about, you know, family members and friends, and I find that, you know, sometimes, <laughs> if you're not careful, that the lens in which they view us is a little skewed, right? And so sometimes oh. they, they, you know, not that they intentionally do it, but sometimes they, it, it's difficult for them to give us un, to give us a real unbiased opinion or even, you know, advice. And so sometimes it's always good to look outside the normal thing that we're accustomed to right. um, and that we're used to. Yeah. I yeah. think with me, you know, with, when individuals look for coaches, a lot of times they look for the one that's going to cost less, okay? It's like, oh, this one has a sale or this one has a special. But with me, when I even look for the coaches that I have, outside of what I do, I look for experience. I look for mm -hmm. those reviews. And I look for the life lessons as well. You know, have they mm -hmm. truly gone through something? Not just what's taught in a book, not just what they stole from another individual via social media or a course mm -hmm. that they purchased. You know, what have they truly been through? Have they made a half a million dollars, you know? Have they made a couple hundred thousand dollars or a couple thousand dollars? You know, um, I've noticed, like, during the pandemic, um, when I full-fledged, you know, fully into consulting on the small business sector, um, I noticed a lot of people wanted to be, you know, a consultant or a coach because it was the end thing, the quickest mm -hmm. thing they, where they can just give their advice, not realizing that they damaged a lot of uh, businesses. So people had to go back and pay another fee to someone else, and then they question the fee because, of course, those um, true coaches and consultants are going to cost a tad bit more. 
And so it's not just because of the, the degree, excuse me, that some of us have or the certifications that some of us have, but it's also the true transparency that comes with it of the life lessons that we've learned um, and experienced, whether in the corporate America and or in entrepreneurship. Mm, I think that's really good. Um, you know, when you talk about finding a coach, right, mm-hmm. um, you know, finding someone with experience and not just someone who's about the Google University, right? Um, because whenever you go through things, you have a stronger conviction versus, you know, when you're actually um, uh, probably reading something. But if you go through something and you would have navigated it, then you're really able to help people, um, you know, out of it, whatever it may be, whether it's a business, relationship, whatever it may be. And, you know, and that is that is so true. And I did find that even the pandemic, like everyone is a coach now, right? Um, and I think it's, you know, like you said, it's really like the, the end thing, you know, people feel it's the end thing, um, when really some people don't have a heart or a passion really to even help people or to coach people or to get people right. to, that, to that next level. And so I think it's um, paramount that we find people who have a passion for the things, what they do, and not just someone who's saying that this is what I do, right. because that I makes think, a difference. I think coaching, you have to find someone that truly has that gift. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Visionary Academy, I do have a prophetic gift, and I hone in sometimes on, you know, what God has shown me, um, whether it's a vision, if I hear something in my ear. It's not just from the work and the experience, right? Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I'm able to guide, a lot of times um, I'm able to guide people into that next comma. Um, we have a, a lot of experience with that. And even with my staff, you know, we make sure that, you want those individuals that truly just have had things happen in life, you know, where life just lies them <laughs> to a certain extent. <laughs> um, so, so that they know how to meet you where you are. You know, um, going into corporate America, I've, I've learned and I learned daily that you don't find a lot of consulting firms or, you know, a lot of individual coaches uh, that really go in to meet people where they are it's automatically let me read off of this script or let me go by this book um, mm-hmm. instead of trying to assist them through true life situations and then also uh, assist them with their work as well so that they can meet the goal to, you know, excel on their job. I think that that's really um, powerful what you said, but then also you're talking about you have a prophetic gift. And I always encourage people, I'm like, listen, if you kingdom, you go to kingdom people for coaching, right? Because you get more than, you. like, you're literally getting someone who's hearing, um, you know, who's hearing from God and who's able to really help to steer you um, in the right direction, the direction that you should go in. And so I think that's amazing uh, what you do. And, you know, mm-hmm. even utilizing, you know, of course, we, you know, you wouldn't do it like in some sort of spooky way with, you know, <laughs> you know, that, how you allow God to um, to use you. And, and I'm grateful that you um, are allowing him in your business. And so on that note, too, I want to ask you, how important do you feel that it is to really help God in your business? You said how is it to do what? I'm sorry. No, I want to know from you how important is it to, you know, allow God to be in your business, like to have him, you know, at, 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 at the center. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's extremely important. Um, the smaller businesses, it's easier to connect that way because you know there are certain boundaries, you know, that you mm-hmm. can't cross going into the workforce. 
um, with going into like corporations and the government and things of that. And so I normally allow, you know, someone to bring it into the, you know, into the atmosphere for me um, before I actually say, well, you know, God said this, you know, sometimes I'll just give the instruction. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as my customers, I always pray for my customers. I pray over each project that we receive, um, whether it's an invoice being paid, whether it's a project that we have to construct or, you know, any output that has to go out. Um is daily. You have to pretty much pray over your business and over your position every day, um, sometimes a few times a day, so that you won't say the wrong thing or you won't make the wrong decision. You know, because at the end of the, the, the day, excuse me, we all are human. Mm-hmm. Um, now, from experience, I know, and I've even experienced myself, where somebody, um, well, some individuals will use God as a crutch when mm-hmm. they want to. And so there's a conflict in there because you also have to remember you're still running a business and that mm-hmm. professional skill has to take place at all times. Um, case an example, I recently, uh, you know, I had an individual that said, well, God told me I need to stop these services right now and just do X, Y, Z services. You know, well, guess what? Did God not tell you to finish your contract? And that's not what mm-hmm. happened. So it's one of those, you have to kind of stand back and at that point you have to pray and analyze and dissect the situation. But then you also need God to intervene for you to correct what was done. Um, with that being said, I've had an individual stop in the middle of an annual contract and six months later, around six, seven months later, reach back out and say, God told me that I had to pay you in full. And mm-hmm. so you canceled the contract, and this is before I, I started taking legal action and things of that nature in business. Um, yeah, I actually just canceled the contract. I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm over it. But I remember God is who told me to put that particular um, service on sale. And so because of my obedience, he came right behind me to say, guess what, it still has to be paid in full. Um, which reminds me to send her a message because it's to the point where she even has said, you know, can I please have grace for this month because I'm going through something and then I'll pick back up on payments next month. And I pretty much have allowed her to choose the payment that she wants to make based on her agreement with God. And she said, I have to, in order for me to be successful and the mm. receipt thing that God has for me, he told me I can't play with you. I have to um, pay this invoice in full. And so with that being said, it reminds me of the goodness of, you know, consistency, you know, the prayer, the fasting, the putting those things into position, Um, because business, it it can be hard at times. It's a true faith walk. You know, um, I've always said I had stupid, crazy, dumb faith (laughs) when it comes to things that I am doing in business. You know, case an example, and I know hopefully by the time... I go back to review all of this. It'll be funny and it'll be like, wow, she said that. But recently God told me to use what was in my hand, which is my home that I purchased years ago in the business name. And he's like, okay, sell it. This is what you need to do for your business. And then go buy another home, which houses now, as you know, this market are double what they Mm -hmm. were almost three years ago. And so by his obedience, 
I know that I'll have another house same size or bigger um, and that the money that will be taken for the business will grow us into the next few commas. And so it's, it's not just, you know, having God in your business, but also being obedient mm-hmm. with, you know, what you're hearing in your ear gates or what is being prophesied or spoken, you know, to you by, by others that are genuinely connected to God. Wow. That is amazing. You know, we're talking about, you know, even being transparent with, being mm-hmm. transparent with some of the things that happen in the business, even, you know, being obedient to God. Because a lot of times we hear God, right? But it's not always easy at times to be obedient, especially when it sounds crazy. Like, you want me to do what? You you know? It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, right now, faith is different. The other day, I was I second-guessed it. You know, we're human, right? Yeah. Just because we have victories doesn't mean, or because we believe in God, that, that we don't question or second-guess it. You know, some individuals always say, you're not supposed to question. You're not supposed to second-guess. But we do. We're human, right? We're, mm-hmm. we're acting by making the right decision. Did I hear you correctly? Um, and then later on, here's two prophets reach out of nowhere, and they're like, the truth God is telling me to tell you, you're not crazy. You heard him clearly. Mm-hmm. That house is going to sell above the about the acting price. Prepare for a bigger home and prepare to hit the next two commas in business and go into that government sector and employ others and, you know, help to increase other, uh, you know, incomes and revenues. You know, you've done it for everyone else, and now he's saying it's time to be for you to do this for you. And so, you know, sometimes you have to even go through the pruning phase. The last six yeah. months has been pruning. It's preparation. Mm-hmm. I to mm-hmm. prepare. We'll prepare. What is it? The pre- prepare the others. We'll prepare everybody else uh, but yeah. ourselves. And so yeah. this last six months, my staff and I have silently prepared and even recently, I posted via social media staff that we have accumulated over the past six months. And others is like, oh, she just hired all these people. No, they've been uh, prepared, training, ready, and working on and off for the past six months, okay? And so keep in mind those individuals even come through stronger force sometimes than I have. They've worked for major companies like IBM, uh, Nike, and Home Depot, and you know, the government, the VA, things of that nature. You just never know. Once you're obedient to what you're hearing, it is hard. I will say that. It is not easy. Um, Those tests will come, and they will break you down to your knees. (laughs) But uh, but the end goal, just like me being able to purchase this home three years ago, three and a half years ago, cash, this was all God. It was not me. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. And saying double for your trouble, the obedience, double for your trouble. Keep growing yourself, keep growing your business, keep showing others, you know, what I'm doing in your life, you know, because sometimes he uses us as a mute. You know, Mm -hmm. a lot of people, they watch what we do, they they love the clothes and the way we speak and the way that we, you know, post and what we show the world. But a lot of times they're wondering, is God really moving in that person's life? Or are they truly posting, you know, what what they're receiving? But also are they showing their test as well? Mm, that's really good. You know, um, so when they've been talking, like, you know, you're sharing about the pruning season, uh, season, you know, it being hard. Um, you know, it's, you know, not always being easy and being a faith walker. I'm sure, you know, there are a lot of business owners who may be tuning in now who can identify with exactly, you know, what you're saying and, you know, 
the things that you would have shared, the transparency that you would have given can or is a beacon of hope and light even for them. Uh, you know, all of what you shared because, you know, it's it's not always easy, um, being a child of God and being <laughs> being obedient to God. We don't get to pick and pick and choose our trials and testing. We just kinda go through it, right? We don't get an opportunity to pick and choose. <laughs> we really don't get an opportunity. So now you know, you talked about being there for others. You know, of course, you are, you know, you, you, have, you coach business owners, executives, you do um, government contracting, grants. Like, you do all of these things. And so, I want to, of course, you, you're your mother, just so many different things. And I want to know from you, how do you, I wouldn't ask you how you balance, because it's difficult to balance. How do you manage? How do you manage all of the things that you have going on and still you know, uh, maintain a level of sanity in your mental health, um, you know, have the self-care. Like, how do you manage all of those things? And you're managing staff, managing crazy clients. Like, how do you do it all? I just, um, as I was coaching a young lady that I told around November or December, she was management material when we hired her for one of the clients, and she's now um, in management. Wow. I had to to her, for one, it was, I, I'm, I'm still learning, even though I should have learned this years ago, how to separate my friends and my family. Um, mm-hmm. Knowing how to set boundaries, it is very hard to set those boundaries. And so 2023, I incorporated a few different counselors and guidance, okay? I received a counselor for my relationship, which I use Delores for that. I've added recently a LinkedIn coach, <laughs> which I used to have. <laughs> and then I've also um, reached out and received a regular counselor because I'm able to, I need to separate those, right? And all three um, have said, like, you have a control issue. Like, you have to have know what's going on with everything. Well, this year I'm out of control, meaning I can't control it. God is in control. And so I utilize those three coaches. And then I also... Um, a lot of times, and I just had a conversation with a friend about this, because she's like, oh, you can just take your child to swim lessons. It's only 30 minutes. And I'm like, I don't have time. Oh, it's only 30 minutes. And she's a stay-at-home mom. And I'm like, friend, I don't have time because of what I'm building. Maybe by the end of the year, I have time. But until then, as this transition takes place, guess what? I have to find another nanny. I have to make sure I keep the house clean. So guess what? Because I can't clean all the time. I have to get someone to come and clean. Um, cooking, a lot of times I designate those days, maybe one or two days a week, but if not, it's fast food. And then just finding that balance of trying to recorporate what you need. Okay, Ugh, I do need a family day. So right now it's like, okay, Thursday, let me figure out how I can at least sit for an hour, get off the phone and pay attention to the kids. Um, I will say I'm not perfect. No person, not just a business owner, no individual is perfect. Never remember, like, life comes with no instructions at all. And a lot of our lives are different. So no one can say this is just the blueprint of how you do this. Um, But I will say when I stopped worrying about everyone else and I began to worry about my household, meaning myself, my children, uh, my boyfriend, my business, 
that's when things started making a lot more sense. Cut the business line off at a certain time uh, and then turn around and have an extra line for personal usage because, you know, as you know and I know, some customers don't see boundaries. If you comment on mm-hmm. social media or they see you go live or if you show a picture and you're out just enjoying yourself, having a drink or, you know, out with friends, it's like, let me send her a message and ask her, where is this at? Instead of waiting more. <laughs> so, um, you know, and I have some that, because I've always had that open door policy, which I didn't realize was burning me out at the end of the year, because sometimes we're too accessible to everyone. And so currently I'm working on removing that accessibility from everyone to include some close friends and family members. Like I'm literally um, reviewing my inventory of who is, I won't call it a circle, but who's in my life and who needs to have unlimited access or temporary access, meaning they can access you as needed, but you give them the the customer hours, right? Nine to five. Mm -hmm. But it's that private number um, because a lot of times they'll friend, friend, sis, you know, hey, girl, all the way into your life, and then now they become an issue, but now you've given them that private access. And so now I tiptoe into who am I going to allow to have this, this private access of me? And since I've been doing it, I'll tell you the vision is coming quicker, the results mm-hmm. are coming quicker, um, the processes. Like I said, I, I hid staff for almost six months uh, and even processes. And that, when I say it's quicker, it is quicker because I removed that access from me. Wow. And, you know, this is important when you're talking about boundaries. I tell people all the time, even Jesus had boundaries. You know, Peter mm-hmm. James was John, like, they would have said that he used to take, you know, at, at, at crucial moments. He didn't take everyone. He had 12 disciples, but he didn't take all of them, right? Um, they right. were all They were all on different levels. So I tell people all the time, it's okay to have people on different levels and not feel guilty about it, because even Jesus did it, <laughs> right? Um, a lady told me this years ago, and I used to live by this, and I had to remind myself recently when people would ask me to do something and it wouldn't go their way, so now they're upset, and now it's your fault. And it's like, you weren't even supposed to deal with that person on that level. You could have just referred to that person, and they could have handled the situation through that individual. And so I was taught years ago that everybody has their own category. You have your friends Mm -hmm. that you want to hang If you're a drinker, you have your friends you want to drink with. Um, if you are a business owner, you have friends that you'll only do business with. Mm-hmm. I know all of you can't go to the the Christmas party where you have to do black tie and you're going to be in there with CEOs and CFOs. Every friend can't go to that event. And no. so why would have the conversations with them about business when it comes to those individuals? Because they, they couldn't even sit in the same room. And so it's not disrespecting anyone, but it's actually putting people in their own category. And I'll tell you the biggest part about it is accepting and believing it. Because a lot Mm -hmm. of times entrepreneurship and business and whether you are an executive or just a nine-to-five employee and you're doing your thing in in your position you're in, one thing that I've learned is that everybody can't go to the next level. And when you begin to pour into them and give them too much information or too much access, 
um, a lot of times it will stunt your growth because you're trying to pull everybody else with you. You know, mm-hmm. it's a time for the season for everything. And so, like I said, with, with my current pruning season, God has ripped a lot of those individuals that I wanted to go. Girl, we can do this. We can hang here. We can go here. We can take a vacation. And he's literally said, no vacation. You can't party with them. You can't go and hang out. No, you can't go and visit. You have to focus. And then it became the dreams, the snake, the double-headed snake dreams. And then from there, there, it's guess what? I'm trying to show you what you don't see because a lot of times he sees and hears what we don't see and hear. And it's the negativeness, the the backbiting, the speaking against your blessings, the speaking against your business because you've been comfortable, too comfortable, to give them information, and you're wondering why you're stuck and why you can't go anywhere. Wow. It's so true, though. Um, You know, so I'm glad that you shared that because I'm sure, you know, some people are struggling with boundaries. Like, how do I... You know, do these boundaries? How do I uh, release the individuals who I need to release? Because, you know, sometimes God will show you individuals and you're still trying to figure out, like, God, how am I going to get from around these people? <laughs> you know? It um, is hard. Yeah. It, you know, it could be. And so one of the things I know I can personally, I am always like, okay, God, you showed me them. Now I need you to, um, you know, I need you to do the separation. Right. I, I so I'm not going to do it. Because I don't want to mess it up, so you do it. There you go. So what I what I asked recently was, if you remove them this time, please, because I always go back and get them. I always go back. I, I and I've been this since I was a little girl. You're not going to get to where you're supposed to go until you let everybody go, because you keep trying to make them be who they're not. People can mock you. All your life, they can they can mm-hmm. copy you, they can mock you, they can want to be you. If you buy something, they buy it. If you do something, mm-hmm. they do it. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll change it up too. But understand, it only stunts your growth. So this time, I said, okay, God, I'm tired. I don't understand. I'm obedient. I'm fasting. I'm praying. My addictions that I've had, like I've cut everything out. I don't hang out. I don't party. I'm I'm not gossiping. I'm not, you know, every little thing that you can think of, you're doing wrong because we're human, right? I'm in here. I'm tearing. I'm 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 trusting in you to get these things done. What is holding me up? And when I began to ask that, and he showed me that it was a dream of a snake. It was a double-headed snake, and the snake was like friendly to someone else and attack, like getting ready to attack someone else, but the snake was literally just watching me. As I walked by, and when I woke, of course, I killed it. I woke up and I went back and killed it in my dream. But as I got up, I began to pray, and I said, whoever this is this time, because I'm two heads are two faces. They're one way with me this way, one way another way, and that means that person is watching me in my eyes. And I said, God, what I need you to do is this time, whoever it is, don't let me miss. I need you to show me. Don't let me get upset. Don't let it stop me. I don't want to react this time because my mouth can be nasty when I'm upset. I don't want to react. I'm too, I, I want to pass the test this time. And yeah. if you remove them, I'm begging you to allow me not to bring them back. 
I don't want no arguments. I want it done in peace. Mm-hmm. And literally days later, I received a long message from the individual and the person within it, it was scriptures and some other things. And within the message, it was, I just need some space and some time. Wow. I said, don't respond. No, answer the phone. It's done. Mm. I learned this from a Nigerian friend of mine, um, very powerful Nigerian friend of mine. And he said, Tree, stop giving excuses. Stop giving the why. Just do it. Mm-hmm. If God tells you you can't go, you can't do something, that friendship is done, that relationship is done, don't question it. Be done with it and be okay with it. Mm-hmm. And wow. that's what I do. Wow, that is powerful. You know, once we really, um, really have our hearts open to say to God, hey, you know, just this is what I want you to do. Like, I'm giving you permission. Not that he needs it. But I mean, I believe when he hears us um, in that tone or in that vein, it really makes him move swiftly because, you know, our heart is in that space where it's at peace to, you know, for really for whatever he do, for us to be okay with it. And so I think that is um, definitely powerful. And so, of course, I know those who are listening in, you know, they probably make that same prayer that you said, right? Mm-hmm. They say that same prayer, you know, or something along those lines so that they're able yeah. to be free from who they need to be free from so they can really propel and get that next level of God is calling right. them. Because it's just it's similar to a soul tie. Like, they attach to you. And so mm-hmm. a lot of times, you have to think, like, when with the move that I'm making and the obedience that I'm in, the only person that can make me go backwards or to make me continue to be stagnant is myself. Yeah. And so if I allow them to continue to attach, then that is my fault. He made me mm-hmm. recognize this person. When you're celebrating, you don't even get a celebratory response. Oh, I just got approved for women on. Oh, my God, I'm so happy. <laughs> Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they can't celebrate. Okay, do this. I'm going to call you back. So I've, I've always, this past few years, when I celebrate, I celebrate. When I win, I win. But when they win, we win. But when I lose, and they're losing at the same time, now we come, become binded because now it's the trauma bond. Mm-hmm. So God is trying to show you what is keeping you stagnant. You're pulling all these people out. But sometimes you got to pull yourself out and keep yourself up so you can help additional others that are genuinely have a hunger for God that want to become successful as well. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is powerful. <clears throat> that is so, you know, powerful. But, you know, one of the things I want to ask you, you, know, you I'm sure you went through a whole lot of things that everyone has, especially when it comes to business or just life. What would you say is one of your... Um, the the biggest challenges that you've had thus far, and how have you navigated that challenge? <laughs> Being an, an a minority woman in business, you know, minority mm-hmm. meaning African American mm-hmm. and being a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, the space that I am in, well, my company is in, is dominated by other ethnicities that are major corporations. You know, everyone, of course, I've seen so many consultants and coaches on social media, um, but we all have different avenues and arenas that we want to conquer, right? 
And so with me for years, as I've prayed and fasted, God has shown me, it's entrepreneur because of the need, giving them the correct guidance. But that is my minor. My major is corporations and government, which means, you know, we have to be able to adjust and adapt to whatever that environment is. You know, um, my biggest challenge is, like, my last job. My last job, um, I walked in. I was at my lowest point, African-American woman, driving a Mercedes, driving nice. But I'm bottom-heavy, and I'm coming into the building with another ethnicity, and, of course, I'm being looked at crazy, you know, even though at the time I'm self-conscious, right? I'm covering myself, um, meaning wearing, you know, a shawl over myself to, to cover my hips and things of that nature. And to me, it's like that was more important than the work that I was doing. So that became a, ugh, you know, because a lot of these were older women set in their ways. Um, during that time, I also became a threat to the supervisor to where I had the knowledge, I had the education, I had the expertise. But those individuals assumed that I wanted that job as a supervisor instead of the job to get me by um, until I actually brought my, my business fully into fruition. And so by doing that, it was harder to get into the door as a consultant but it was easier for me to get in the door as a temp and showcase my expertise. And then at that point, the CEOs, the CFOs, the VPs, things of that nature, that I became a name in that particular company during that time. Um, but it was hard because a lot of times you have to respect those individuals that have less knowledge, less education. They hold a title. Um, and so, of course, sometimes you have to deal with the disrespect. Wow. Wow. That's powerful. You know, because a lot of people do go through things, um, you know, simply because of, you know, like you say, the color, unfortunately, or, you know, being a woman sometimes you have to work mm-hmm. quite hard as, you know, your male counterparts. Um, and it's just so, it's just so much. And, you know, you know, I'm all for, you know, women empowerment, women leaders and all for that. But we do know that, you know, a lot of women aren't at a whole place and space and so because of it you know they 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 react and they're intimidated and they're like listen i'm not even trying to come for your job i'm just trying to do what i you know what i gotta do um like your job is not even that's not even in my radar you know i have something i have a greater plan i have a greater vision that god has given to me and you know sometimes they just really don't know and so i'm glad that you were transparent and sharing that uh with us tonight Mm -hmm. say this too, my other biggest challenge is you have individuals that know the work that you're capable of doing, mm-hmm. but because they're isified in those companies, now you become a threat because those are the things that they wanted to do at some point in life. And so it's harder to get into those corporations without knowing someone. Well, guess what? The one that you know, you've bent over backwards for to make sure that they succeeded or they made extra incomes and things of that nature or, you know, had a salary increase. And when you come to them and say, look, this is what I want to propose or who do I speak to or can you put a word in and and direct this for me, Um, we'll even provide a kickback if necessary financially, but it's still you are a threat to that individual. Um, And so 
a lot of times there's a blockage between you and that company because that individual won't do um, the request as, as asked. Mm-hmm. And that's true. And I'm going to be honest say this, and, you know, some people don't necessarily like this, but, you know, sometimes I prefer to deal with strangers, people who don't know me, uh, versus right. persons who do, because the person right. who does not, you think that they will help you, and, and, and they, they're they the ones who are creating the blockage. Right. <laughs> so, right. That's yeah. to a lot of broken promises. Um, you know, I've had an individual that I helped greatly at one point in time. And when I finally got everything together, I waited till I got everything together, and I said, I need you. We need at least one or two good contracts, um, and it doesn't have to be a lengthy contract. Let me know the need in your department, which I knew he had, that he had needs. And I said, I need you to go in there, and I need you to get us in that door. They know what I'm capable of doing. Um, and even if we have to have a sit-down to discuss, you know, the reason of me leaving versus the work that I was capable of doing, you know, can you find that out for me? And it was like, oh, I'll let you know, never did it to this day, but continue to ask for additional opportunities for me. And so those are the things that you run into, you know, when you know that you're you're hearing from God and you're moving a certain way, you know, you're going to have those, I'll call them temporary blockages. Mm-hmm. Um, because you even last night, it came to me, redo your list, because I, I go by board. I go by board, uh, meaning a dry erase board and my vision boards. Everything I do, I plug in on my vision boards. Um, I plug in the companies. I plug in the dollar amounts. Um, sometimes I break it down. What does it take to get payroll processing done? What does it take to get to get this software up and running? You know, these are the new hires. What all am I going to need to make sure we have what they need, SOPs, handbooks, things of that nature, and I, I pretty much check off what I'm doing. And so with that being said, um, literally tonight before I go to bed, I'm going to clean off my board, and I'm going to write the targeted companies for the next 60 to 90 days, and that's what I'm going to place on that board. And we're not going to stop until we get them. Wow. That is powerful. And vision boards are so powerful and key. And so, you know, just thank you so much for sharing all of what you shared tonight. You definitely uh, drop some great nuggets, some powerful nuggets, some great words of wisdom uh, wisdom that I know would have definitely uh, blessed our listening audience tonight. But before we go, I just want you to just share any final advice that you have tonight for our listening audience. Um, I would say always follow your dreams. It doesn't matter who tells you you can't do it or it can't be done. I, Rose Heather Matrice Gaddison, if you follow my journey via yeah. social media, especially on Facebook, you will see that the faith that you have within you is what is going to help you to accomplish the things that you're trying to accomplish in life. Um, You're going to have many individuals that tell you consistently, you're crazy, you're stupid, Mm -hmm. you're dumb, it's not going to work, how are you going to accomplish it? That doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. And I can tell you myself, the only time it will make sense is when it comes into fruition. So if you've prayed about it, if you've fasted, if you've written it down, you've made it plain, and in your mind you know that that you're going to accomplish something, do not stop until you get it done. And I promise you that 10 out of 10, you will accomplish your goal. Amen. Well, thank you so much. 
um, for that. You know, thank you so much for joining me. Of course, like I said before, you've, power, you've empowered as well as motivated our listening audience tonight. Um, but I just want you to just share with our listening audience, you know, any upcoming events that you have or just ways in which they could connect um, or stay connected with you, whether by email or your social media handles. So currently we're working with Black Ambition. We're reviewing entrepreneurs, um, small businesses that are actually going into stores like Target, Walmart, uh, Sally's, Home Depot, things of that nature. Um, I would tell you to reach for the stars. You know, just make sure whatever you do, look for those opportunities, especially depending on your ethnicity um, and or dynamic that you're doing in your job. Um, We also have, we have Goldman Sachs 10,000. You know, those are opportunities that people don't look into when it comes to small business. You have to make a certain amount of money. But uh, going into those incubators will open doors and opportunities for you to be able to advance. Uh, Again, we offer operational development, HR, handbooks, SOPs, training such as diversity, equity, inclusion, leadership, management, uh, and the list goes on. And then also executive coaching. And so it's not just myself. We have created a staff of awesome individuals that are here to cater you, cater to you, excuse me. Uh, and the company is visionaryacademy.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and also LinkedIn. We are here in the Atlanta area and ready to serve you as needed. Awesome. So everyone, make sure to go ahead and follow, um, follow the company and just go ahead and connect with them. As you can hear, this is an amazing interview. So she's an awesome lady. I like she said, she has a team that is willing and able to help you. And so everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. My amazing uh, special guest, Latrice Gatson. Be sure to join me every week for another episode of Emergence Radio Talk. You know this is the show where you'll be inspired to emerge, occupy, and take dominion. Uh, for those of this is your first time tuning in, I pray it will not be your last. And, of course, my faithful listening audience, I appreciate you rocking with me week after week. And if you desire to connect with me, you can do so on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn, under Tavira Johnson or Dr. Tavira Johnson. Or you can visit my website at TavaraJohnson.com. So, everyone, have a wonderful evening, and I will see you all next week. Thank you for tuning in to Emergence Radio Talk. For more information on Emergence Radio Talk, Emergence Mentorship Program, or Women to Women Mentoring Program, be sure to visit www.tavarajohnson.com. If you would like to be a guest on our show, email us at info at tavarajohnson.com or follow us on all of our social media platforms, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and Periscope. That's Tavara Johnson. Stay connected and updated on all upcoming events. Until next time, thank you for joining us.